Hey, history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, the show about the past rediscovered. From Truman to Trump, North Korea has vexed 13 presidents. There was, of course, the bloody Korean War. Then there was the time in 1976 where North Korea attacked and killed several American soldiers with axes in a demilitarized zone. In 1994, a U.S. military helicopter was shot down, leaving the co-pilot dead. And in 2009, North Korea sank a South Korean warship, killing 46 crew members. But over the past few months, with tensions high, historians and national security analysts have been re-examining one particular forgotten moment in the history of U.S. and North Korea conflict. The year was 1969. North Korea had just shot down a U.S. spy plane. It's an incident that has shaped U.S. military policy toward North Korea ever since. That April, back in 69, North Korea was becoming increasingly belligerent to the West. Amid the hostility, a U.S. Navy reconnaissance plane took off from an airbase in Japan on a routine mission to spy on the country. Lieutenant Commander James Overstreet led the operation, codenamed Deep Sea 129. Overstreet had been on dangerous missions before, but something about the flight made the pilot from Mississippi nervous. He told his wife he might not be coming back. Overstreet's senses were sharp. He didn't know it, but the North Koreans had been moving their fighter jets to a base just off their coast. U.S. intelligence thought they were preparing for pilot training. They were wrong. Five hours into the U.S. reconnaissance plane's flight over the Sea of Japan, two North Korean fighter aircraft pounced. They fired a missile at the plane. All 31 crew members were killed. Richard Nixon was president at the time. It was the first national security crisis that he faced in office beyond the ongoing conflict in Vietnam. And he had to decide whether to retaliate. Nixon wrote in his memoirs, quote, we were being tested and therefore force must be met with force. But what type of force? Declassified documents, administration memoirs, and other scholarly research reveal an extraordinary effort throughout the government to identify the right military response, not just to the attack on the U.S. plane, but to any further provocations by North Korea. The options range from a single targeted airstrike on North Korean airfields to a limited nuclear attack, codenamed Freedom Drop, to a full-scale nuclear war. All these years later, the discussions are essentially the same. In the end, Nixon ordered a show of naval force in the region and the resumption of reconnaissance flights, though with protection. His national security team couldn't promise that even targeted airstrikes wouldn't escalate the conflict, leading to untold deaths in South Korea and a wider conflict in the region, perhaps drawing in China and Russia. Military analysts still maintain that today, based at least in part on the documents prepared as a response to the 1969 spy plane incident. But Nixon also swore North Korea would be dealt with eventually. He told an aide, quote, they got away with it this time, but they'll never get away with it again. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. 
For more forgotten stories from history, go to WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.